is being given as the Chosef Roshalayim of Chaim Yeshua Ayelev Ben Masha, Shim Ben Penina Esther, and all those who are injured in Meiron. We are at the top of Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph. Third line, uh, second line. Amalei Abayi LeRav Yosef. Abayi said to Rav Yosef, he said Abayi had asked a couple of questions to Rav Yosef. Now another question. Abayi asked Rav Yosef, "Be a b'mikzash shmabia oiloi." Is coming into the base of English partially putting an aver, an arm, a leg, some part of the person into the base of English? Is that considered coming into the base of English that would require a tevila or not? Amalei, the finger, the the thumbs of a mitzvah will prove to you that it is considered coming. Shein bia b'mikzas that it is coming into the base of entering the base of English because. <coughs> he puts it in Matanya, and we learn and he stands in Sharnikna and he sticks his hand in from there. So you see that he is considered coming in. That's why he has to do the tefillah before he sticks his hand into the base of Migdash from Sharnikna into the Hazara. So you see that he is considered entering the base of Migdash and therefore will require a tefillah. Mara asks the following question What's the halacha if he can, would make a very long knife and he would stand outside the base of Megdash and shecht, outside the Azara and shecht from outside the Azara, the carpet? Tiboyle ben Zoyma, Tiboyle Rabban. Ask the Kasha according to ben Zoyma, who is very machmer. And we'll ask Kasha according to the Rabbanon, who are mekel. Right, ben Zoyma was machmer that everybody needs to go to the mikvah before they come in from the Kavachimer. And the Rabbanon were mekel and said nobody needs to accept the Mitzvah. So. <coughs> When was everybody to go to the mikvah when the going That is where they're going inside. to stay outside. He wasn't didn't require them. or maybe might be drawn into the base of mikdash because what's he doing? He's doing an avoid from outside, so he might end up going. I'm not doing a good job and end up pulling it in. For whatever reason, he's going to get pulled in. By the Chavivas HaMitzvah, whatever it is, that will draw him into the base of Mikdash. So we should require him to do a Tvila just in case. Abba Lebroi. I'm sorry. So, right. So, Abba Lebroi, I don't want to ask him So, that was the question according to Ben Zayma is do we do it? Do, are we, do we require it? Only if he's coming into the base Hamigdash, and if, and here he's not he's coming into the Azara, here he's not coming in, he wouldn't be required to do an Avaida. Or do we say that he might end up coming in to the base Hamigdash because he's doing the Avaida? So <clears throat> that is a question according to Ben Zayimah. We ask according to Rabbanu the Plige Le Rabbi the argue on Rabbi and said, nobody needs the, to do the Tvila except the Mitzrayah. Ad Khan Loika Amir Rabbanu Hasam the Loika Avid Avaida. Over there, the Rabbanon said, you don't need to do an Avoida by these other people because they're not coming into the base of English. But here, where the person is doing an Avoida, maybe we'll require it and say, hey, you're doing an Avoida, you're required to do a Tevilah. Or maybe we'll say, no, it doesn't make a difference. Take you. We'll leave this off as a question until all you go and all you come. The question is, is that, being the Mitzvah, no, no, we're not talking about it. Sorry, we're talking about other people. We're talking about a regular person. He's standing outside. He's doing a shkita from far. <coughs> the, avoida, the person does not need to be standing in the, in the Azara to do a shkita. Mm-hmm. We learned this in Zvachim, in Mardashans in Zvachim, that says 
then a bucket with Nei Hashem, that the, the, the animal has to be for Hashem, but not the person. So if you use a very long knife, you'd be okay to be standing outside. So the question is, though, do we require you to do tefillah for that or not? <clears throat> the Mishnah had said that there were five tefillahs and ten kedushin that the Kohen Gadol was tefilled every on, on Yom Kippur. Right? Five times he went to the mikveh and five, ten times a kedushin where he washed his hands and feet. There were five tefillahs, ten kedushin that the Kohen Gadol did on Yom Kippur. And they were all in the, the Kodesh, in the Beis HaParva, except for the first one, that was Bechol Al Gabe Shaharmayim, in the mikveh that was on top of the Shaharmayim. And it was next to the Kohen Gadol's room where he stayed, one of his two Lishkois that he stayed, that he stayed, and that belonged to him. And he said that one of them was right next to the Shaharmayim. And he woke up in the morning and went from there to the mikvah that was above Sharmai. So that earlier. Amar Abaya. Abaya says, Shabami, no, we learned from this that in Itam, the, the um, stream that filled the mikvah was Gavaya Mekarka Azara Esamishalish Amas was 23 Amas above the Azara. How do we know that? Tanad. Because we learned in the Mishnah. Kalab Sachem Shahayu Sham, all the entrances to the base of English. Gavayin Esher and Amav Rachvan Esher Amas were 20 Amas tall and 10 Amas wide. Chutz Mishal Ulam, except for the Ulam. The Ulam was, the Ulam entrance to the Eichel was 20 Amas wide and 40 Amas tall. So it's 20 by 40. Every other one was 10 by 20. It was 10, 20 Amas tall. Betanya, we learned in another price. Averachatz Basari Bamayim Bimimikvah. We, the, the, the price that teaches us says, Brachatz Besare Bemayim. So, we darshan Bemayim is Bemay Mikvah, gathered water. They're gathered either from a spring or from rainwater. Right? You can't just turn on your tap and fill it up. You can't fill it up with Mayim Shuvan. It has to be rainwater or spring water. Kol Besare, and it has to be gathered. It's still water that we gathered from there. Kol Besare, it says, entire flesh. That's Mayim Shakol Gulfay Oilabahan, that water that the entire person's entire body. Can go fit into v'kamehin, and what is the size of that mikvah? Amal amal b'rayim gimel amas. That's the chacham measured it. That a person fits into a in, into a mikvah, into a pool of water that is one amma by one amma by three amas tall. Meshir chachamim me mikvah abam sana abam saw, and the chachamim were meshir that how much water fits into a space of an amma by amma by three amas, that is 40 saw. So, what do we see from this? We see that the mikveh had to be at a minimum three amas tall in order for the Kohen God to be able to go into it. So it was three amas tall, but it was on top of the Sharmayim, so how much is that now? 23. So we see that it was 23 amas. The, the, the in Itam had to be 23 amas above the floor of the Azar. But there is the Amma You have the Amma of the Tikra of the roof of the Sharmahim and the Amma of the Maziva and the Amma worth of of, um, of cement and everything 
to create the mikvah, right? Because otherwise the water is going to flow everywhere if it was too thin. So you'd have to have a thick wall to hold it. So what do you have? You have an, another amma to two amas above the above the entrance to Sharmayim, uh, right? Above the Sharmayim was twenty amas tall. The space of the shar was twenty amas, plus an amma of the cross beam, the top, the roof of it, plus another amma for the mikvah, for the floor of the mikvah to hold the water in. So what do you get? Twenty-two amas. How could you say it's twenty-three amas off? It was twenty-two plus three, so it was twenty-five amas. Since the, the gates of the base of Megdash were made out of marble, you were able to do it with a thin amount, a small amount. Marble is very strong, so therefore you didn't need the same thickness that you would need if it was made out of wood or stone or something else. That's not wood or uh, cement or something else. So therefore, how much was it really? 23 plus a little. You have this little mashahu. Since it's not an it doesn't. Um, it's not. Um, it's not counted since we only counted full amas. So what was it? It was twenty-three and a mashahu for that, plus a little more mashahu because you needed that in into. You needed that the water was actually above, Sharmai, above the mikvah because if it was below the mikvah, you wouldn't be able to get the water to get in, or if it was level, right? Water only travels downward; it doesn't travel upward. So therefore, it was twenty-three and a little plus a little. Einintim was twenty-three plus a little and a little above above the floor of the Azar. Parson sudden shabbat. So the mission continued and says that they spread out in front of him the a sudden shabbat, a linen um, curtain. Why dafka linen curtain? Maishna shabbat. Why dafka linen curtain? To remind him that there are going to be some of the avoidus in the day, the avoidus of Yom Kippur, that he's going to do without any gold in his begadim, just linen begadim, the big day lavan. So he says it later on <coughs> somewhere else. So he's borrowing the reasoning of Kahana, that this also was the reason why he did this, was to remind him that there's going to be avoidists today that are done in the big day lavan, not, on, not only in the Shemayin Begadim, but also in the big day lavan. Zok de Mishnah. Pashat Yorad Vitaval Olaf Minestapek. He would go down into the mikvah. <coughs> he would get up, he'd dry off, Havilulay, big day Zahav, and they would bring to him his big day Zahav, Shemayin Begadim, Vilavash, Vikidej, Yadav, Viraglav, he'd put it on, and he'd wash his hands and his feet. From the gear, and he as a tamid. They bring him the tamid. Kartsa, he'd begin to shecht it. Small starts the shechita. Umerik acher shechita al yade, and somebody else takes over and finishes the shechita for him, because he needed to be free to be mekabel adam. Kibol as adam, he was mekabel adam. The reason being because the, all the avodas of the day had to be done by the kohen gadol. So he starts the shechita. So now it was started by the kohen gadol. Then he's mekabel adam. The zarkai, and he goes and he's does zrika on the dam of the tamad nichnas laakter ketoris shachar? He goes in to be makter the ketoris shachar. Lehetaves neiris and set up the neiris, <coughs> clean them out, set them up for later. Lahakaves a roish vesap evarim, and to be makter of the head and the evarim, the limbs of the um, the um, uh, the tamad. There's a chavitin and his mechus chavitin that's brought every morning. There's a yayin and the yayin and the tzachim of the 
um, of the um, Tamid. The Mishnah Kenyan says, "Ketores shel Shachar." It tells us Allah that Ketores shel Shachar, the Ketores that's brought in the morning, has a kriva ben dam leivarim that was brought between the shizrikas hadam of the carbon tamid and the bringing the evarim onto the keves shal ben arbayim and the and the Ketores of ben of the afternoon tamid that was ben evarim lenasachim that was between the evarim being placed on the keves to being bringing the mechus nesachim. And then the sachem on the mizbeach. Im ha'yer kohen gadol zaken or istenes. If the kohen gadol was a zaken, he was old or he was an istenes, he couldn't handle. There's a mafunak. So the mechamen loy chamen umetilin l'seichet zoyin in the kedusha tzafik tzinas, and they would warm up hot water before Shabbos, and they would pour it into the cold on Shabbos into the mikvah in order to remove a little bit of the chill. In order to remove some of the chill, uh, that's all what they're showing. And they move a little of the chill on um, on on uh, on Shabbos. That way, when he went in, it wasn't freezing; it was somewhat warmer. Zaktu, Amru Rabban and Kamei, the Rav Papa, Rav Papa's Talmidim said in front of Rav Papa, "Hada like our mayor. Our Mishnah is not like Rav Meir. Diikar Rav Meir, because if it was like Rav Meir, even Amri Trei Kedushi Alavisha, since he says there's two Kiddush on each Lavisha." Here, since he holds that you're supposed to do two kedushim each time you put on clothing, so then here also you need to do two kedushim. What did our Mishnah say? Our Mishnah said it was Pashat Yarud puts on the begadim and then he does a kid a kedushadayim raglaim. There is no kedushadayim raglaim before he puts on the begadim. That's what I'm, that's what our Mishnah says. So it's according to Rameir. It would require a a kiddush adayim raglayim to start before he puts it on. This is in order to get the ten that we might have the other. We're going to discuss the ten. The mission, our mission said ten, but right, we said we said earlier that there was ten ten of them. But what happened here is our mission only started with the kiddush adayim raglayim that happens after he puts on the shemini begadim. Right. So according to our mayor, though, it should be one before he puts it on and one after. <coughs> so, Kimin the Ami Trekadusha Elavisha of it, Hachanami Leva Trekadusha Elavisha. Amr Luhura, Rav Papa, Rav Papa says, Bain Rabbanum Bain Rameim, Chadab Shito de Big Dekodesh, Chad Alavisha. Rav Papa responded back and said, Whether you hold like the Rabbanum who argue on Rameir, or you hold like Rameir, when you do that Kiddush, at what point in the dressing process does that Kiddush happen? Does it happen? <coughs> we'll see later on. Uh, where it is, but, uh, this machlokes from Rabbanon and this machlokes Rabbi Yehuda and uh, uh, this machlokes Rabbanon and Rameir of whether or not do we do the kiddush yadayim or aglayim? Does he do kiddush, get undressed, go to the mikvah, get dry, dry off, get dressed, and then do kiddush again, or does he get undressed, do kiddush, go to the mikvah, dry off, get dressed, and then do kiddush again? Everybody agrees the second Kiddush happens after he gets dressed. The question is, where is the first one and what's it going on? Right? Papa is saying that it goes on 
<coughs> what does Rav Papa say? So Amalu Rav Papa, Rav Papa said back to his Talmudim, Bein Rabbanim, Bein Rameir. Whether you hold like the Rabbanim, whether you hold like the Rameir, Chad Apshita B'Dei Kodesh V'Chad Al Avisha. One is on the removing of the B'Dei Kodesh, and one is on the dressing of B'Dei Kodesh. So when you were removing the B'Dei Kodesh, that's when you have to do it. The question is, do I do it before I get undressed, or do I do it after I get undressed? But it's going on the Pshita of Big Day Kiddush. Here, this first one, he's taking off Big Day Chal, so he doesn't need that first Kiddush. He only needs the second Kiddush on when he put, gets dressed. After he gets dressed, then he put, does the second, that, that Kiddush. So that's where the first Kiddush of the day will start, was after he put on the Big Day Kiddush. That's where we responded to him. This Talmidim. So he said, "Bein l'rabbanim, bein l'rameir, chad abshita, the big day kodesh, chad alavisha." But hachabakam ifkin. And what's the machloekis where Meir and the rabbanan upashat v'rachatz v'lavash? It's a machloekis in how you learn the pesukim. It says upashat v'rachatz v'lavash. He got undressed and he washed and he got dressed. So we darshan it that rachatz goes on pshita and rachatz goes on lavisha. Okay, that there's one rechitza on the pshita and one rechitza on the lavisha. But what's the machloekis? They argue how we're exactly that. Where the the varachat goes on the pshita, Rameir savar makish pshita levisha. We compare getting undressed to getting dressed. Ma levisha levish vachakach mekadesh. Just like the getting dressed, you get dressed and then you wash your hands and feet. Af pshita poishit vachakach mekadesh. When getting dressed, also getting undressed, also you first get undressed and then you go ahead and you're mekadesh. But Rabban and Savri, Rabban and say no. Makish pshita levisha. We can compare pshita levisha. Ma levisha kashu lavash mekadesh. Just like by levisha, when does he do the kiddush yadayim raglay? And that's when he's dressed. Af pshita also getting dressed. Kashu lavash mekadesh. When he is getting, when he is dressed, he does kiddush yadayim raglay. So he would do it before, before he got undressed according to Rabban. Meir says it's an order thing. First you do the ma'isa, then you do the kiddush. So it's first you do the pshita. Then you do the Kiddush Yadayim Raglayim. First you do the Levisha. Then you do the Kiddush Yadayim Raglayim. And the Rabbanon say, no, you look at and what whether he's clothed, clothed or not when he does the um, Pshita. By, by Levisha we see that he's clothed, then he does the Kiddush. So too, by Pshita he does, he's clothed, then he does the Kiddush. So Amrulay, Rabbanon and Papa. So Rav Papa's Tamidim said back to him, Can you say that that's what the Machloikis, Rabbanon and Rameyer is? It's Machloikis in when and how you learn this drasha of comparing the Levisha to um, the Pshita to the Levisha. Vahatanya, we learned in a Brisa, Parsu Sadin Shabbat Beinoi Levena Am. We have a Brisa that says, You spread the, clo- the linen cloth in front of him between him and the nation. Pashat Viyarad. Vitaval, Allah in his topic, and if you like big days of the lavash, the kiddish, yadav, viraglav. So you have the chum and the brisa say, What? What do you do? He gets undressed, he goes down, he's tival, he gets out, comes out, dries off, he puts on the big days of, gets dressed, and then he does kiddish, yadav, viraglav. Rameir argues and says, What happens? Pashat, the kiddish, yadav, viraglav, he gets undressed, does kiddish, yadav, viraglav, the yarad, and then he goes down, vitaval, and goes into the mikvah. All of in his topic goes out, comes out, dries off. And the big days of, they bring him his big days of. The lavash he gets dressed. The kiddush yada viraglav, and he is mekadesh yada viraglav. So what do you see in this brisa? The mayor, the hedya argues on the rabbanon and says that you are doing a kiddush yadaim viraglaim 
on getting undressed and changing from the big day chol into the big day kodesh, which would mean that Rameyer argues on Rabbanan and says, what is the machl- what is when is Kiddush Yadayim Raglayim? Every Levisha needs two. It's going on the Levisha. You need a Kiddush before and a Kiddush after on each Levisha. And the Rabbanan argue and say, no, you don't need it before and after each Levisha, but rather one's on Pshita, one is on Levisha. And it's not a Machlaikis in how you compare Pshita to Levisha, like we, Rav Papa said, but rather it's a Machlaikis whether each getting dressed requires two Tvilas or not. According to Rameyer, each Levisha requires two Two kiddushin, once before, once after. According to Rabbanan, it's not. It's one on the getting undressed and one getting on and one getting dressed. So Amalahus or Papa said back, Itanya, Tanya. If you have a brisa that said that way, then Tanya, that, that that's what the machloek is. So then you have a brisa that says that way. However, from our Mishnah, we wouldn't be able to discern that that is what Rameir's shita would be. We can even say it was going according to Rameir. And you can learn the Machlekes Rameyer and the Rabbanon, like Rav Papa explained. However, we have a Brisa that goes that way, that explains that that's not the Machlekes, not like Rav Papa, so Rameyer, our Mishnah, would not be going according to Rameyer. Zokim, Bishlama L'Rameyer, I understand according to Rameyer, Hainu Dimashkachas La Asar Kedushin, where you have ten Kedushin, because what happens? Every time he changes, there's going to be a Kedush before and a Kedush after. So you'll have the ten Kedushin. El Rabbanon According to Rabbanon, that it's chadap. It's when you take off clothing that our kaidish requires you to go ahead and do kiddush yadayim So then you're only going to end up with nine, because the first one you've been missing. He took off big day chol, and, what, and then he put on big day kaidish. So you only got it when he put on the big day kaidish. You don't have one from the beginning of the big day chol. Rabbanon will say kiddush abbas, where the last kiddush will be kipasha big day kaidish, beloved big day. Big day chol of it lay When will you have the last kiddush? Would be at the end when he takes off the big day kodesh and he puts on his big day chol after he completes the avoda, and he so he gets undressed from the big day kodesh. He's going to do kiddush daim over there after he takes off his or before he takes off. He would do it before he takes off his big day kodesh. Then he will take off his big day kodesh, put on his big day chol, and go on and finish and you know go on with his day. But it will be the last. The last Kiddush will happen, the tenth one, is at the end of all the Avoidas, not before doing the final. This, that will come out according to Rebbe.